Today is the 15th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is great to be here with you today as we greet a brand new sparkly week. All of it is out there in front of us. All of it is a story to tell, and we will tell the story with the decisions that we make this week. And one of the best decisions that we can make this week is to immerse ourselves in the rhythm of the scriptures each day and allow them to speak to us and inform our choices. And so let's dive in. This week, we will read from the Christian Standard Bible and picking up the story where we left off, we are now with Jacob who is desiring to go back to his homeland. His wives have agreed, and they're, they're trying to figure out a way to do it with as little drama as possible. And so that's where we pick up the story. Genesis chapter 31, verse 17 through 32, verse 12 today. So Jacob got up and put his children and wives on the camels. He took all the livestock and possessions he had acquired in Paddan Aram, and he drove his herds to go to the land of Canaan to his father Isaac. When Laban had gone to shear his sheep, Rachel stole her father's household idols, and Jacob deceived Laban the Aramean, not telling him that he was fleeing. He fled with all his possessions, crossed the Euphrates, and headed for the hill country of Gilead. On the third day, Laban was told that Jacob had fled, so he took his relatives with him, pursued Jacob for seven days, and overtook him in the hill country of Gilead. But God came to Laban the Aramean in a dream that night. Watch yourself, God warned him. Don't say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. When Laban overtook Jacob, Jacob had pitched his tent in the hill country, and Laban and his relatives also pitched their tents in the hill country of Gilead. Laban said to Jacob, What have you done? You have deceived me and taken my daughters away like prisoners of war. Why did you secretly flee from me? Deceive me and not tell me. I would have sent you away with joy and singing, with tambourines and lyres. But you didn't even let me kiss my grandchildren and my daughters. You have acted foolishly. I could do you great harm. But last night the God of your father said to me, Watch yourself. Don't say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. Now you have gone off because you long for your father's family. But why have you stolen my gods? Jacob answered, I was afraid, for I thought you would take your daughters from me by force. If you find your gods with anyone here, he will not live. Before our relatives, point out anything that is yours and take it. Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen the idols. 
So Laban went into Jacob's tent, Leah's tent, and the tents of the two concubines, but he found nothing. When he left Leah's tent, he went into Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken Laban's household idols, put them in the saddlebag of the camel, and sat on them. Laban searched the whole tent but found nothing. She said to her father, Don't be angry, my lord, that I cannot stand up in your presence. I am having my period. So Laban searched but could not find the household idols. Then Jacob became incensed and brought charges against Laban. What is my crime? He said to Laban, What is my sin that you have pursued me? You've searched all my possessions. Have you found anything of yours? Put it here before my relatives and yours and let them decide between the two of us. I've been with you these twenty years. Your ewes and female goats have not miscarried and I have not eaten the rams from your flock. I did not bring you any of the flock torn by wild beasts. I myself bore the loss. You demanded payment from me for what was stolen by day or by night. There I was. The heat consumed me by day and the frost by night, and sleep fled from my eyes. For twenty years in your household I served you. Fourteen years for your two daughters and six years for your flocks, and you have changed my wages ten times. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham, the fear of Isaac, had not been with me, certainly now you would have sent me off empty-handed. But God has seen my affliction and my hard work, and he issued his verdict last night. And Laban answered Jacob, The daughters are my daughters, the children my children, and the flocks my flocks. Everything you see is mine. But what can I do today for these daughters of mine, or for the children they have borne? Come now, let's make a covenant, you and I. Let it be a witness between the two of us. So Jacob picked out a stone and set it up as a marker. Then Jacob said to his relatives, Gather stones. And they took stones and made a mound, then ate there by the mound. Laban named the mound Yagar Shahaduta, but Jacob named it Galid. Then Laban said, This mound is a witness between you and me today. Therefore the place was called Galid and also Mitzpah. For he said, May the Lord watch between you and me when we are out of each other's sight. If you mistreat my daughters or take other wives, though no one is with us, understand that God will be a witness between you and me. Laban also said to Jacob, Look at this mound and the marker I have set up between you and me. This mound is a witness, and the marker is a witness that I will not pass beyond this mound to you, and you will not pass beyond this mound and this marker to do me harm. The God of Abraham and the gods of Nahor, the gods of their father, will judge between us. And Jacob swore by the fear of his father Isaac. 
Then Jacob offered a sacrifice on the mountain and invited his relatives to eat a meal. So they ate a meal and spent the night on the mountain. Laban got up early in the morning, kissed his grandchildren and daughters, and blessed them. And Laban left to return home. Jacob went on his way, and God's angels met him. When he saw them, Jacob said, This is God's camp. So he called that place Mahanaim. Jacob sent messengers ahead of him to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, the territory of Edom. He commanded them, You are to say to my lord Esau, This is what your servant Jacob says. I have been staying with Laban and have been delayed until now. I have oxen, donkeys, flocks, and male and female slaves. I have sent this message to inform my lord in order to seek your favor. When the messengers returned to Jacob, they said, We went to your brother Esau. He is coming to meet you, and he has 400 men with him. Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed. He divided the people with him into two camps, along with the flocks, herds, and camels. He thought, if Esau comes to one camp and attacks it, the remaining one can escape. Then Jacob said, God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, the Lord who said to me, go back to your land and to your family and I will cause you to prosper. I am unworthy of all the kindness and faithfulness you have shown your servant. Indeed, I crossed over the Jordan with my staff and now I have become two camps. Please rescue me from my brother Esau, for I am afraid of him. Otherwise he may come and attack me, the mothers and their children. You have said, I will cause you to prosper, and I will make your offspring like the sand of the sea, too numerous to be counted. Matthew 10, 24 through 11, 6. A disciple is not above his teacher, or a slave above his master. It is enough for a disciple to become like his teacher and a slave like his master. If they call the head of the house, Beelzebul, how much more the members of his household. Therefore, don't be afraid of them, since there is nothing covered that won't be uncovered and nothing hidden that won't be made known. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. What you hear in a whisper, proclaim on the housetops. Don't fear those who kill the body but are not able to kill the soul. Rather, fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Aren't two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them falls to the ground without your father's consent. But even the hairs of your head have all been counted. So don't be afraid. 
you are worth more than many sparrows. Therefore, everyone who will acknowledge me before others, I will also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I will also deny him before my Father in heaven. Don't assume that I came to bring peace on the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I came to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemies will be the members of his household. The one who loves a father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. The one who loves a son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever doesn't take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Anyone who finds his life will lose it. And anyone who loses his life because of me will find it. The one who welcomes you welcomes me. And the one who welcomes me welcomes him who sent me. Anyone who welcomes a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And anyone who welcomes a righteous person because he's righteous will receive a righteous person's reward. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones because he is a disciple, truly I tell you, he will never lose his reward. When Jesus had finished giving instructions to his twelve disciples, he moved on from there to teach and preach in their towns. Now when John heard in prison what the Christ was doing, he sent a message through his disciples and asked him, Are you the one who is to come? Or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied to them, Go and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, those with leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor are told the good news. And blessed is the one who isn't offended by me. Psalm 13. A plea for deliverance For the choir director A psalm of David How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long will I store up anxious concerns within me? agony in my mind every day. How long will my enemy dominate me? Consider me an answer, Lord my God. Restore brightness to my eyes, otherwise I will sleep in death. My enemy will say I have triumphed over him, and my foes will rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your faithful love, my heart will rejoice in your deliverance. I will sing to the Lord because he has treated me generously. Proverbs 
3, 16 through 18. Long life is in her right hand, in her left, riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant, and all her paths peaceful. She is a tree of life to those who embrace her, and those who hold on to her are happy. Father, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for bringing us into this brand new shiny week out in front of us. And as we begin this third week of the brand new year, we thank you for your presence in our lives, your kindness, your guidance, your patience with us. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that as we move into this week, and as we gather around the global campfire every day and take the next step forward together, that you would lead us into the truth that you would plant the words from the scriptures in our lives, that they would challenge us and transform us in the way that we think, actually in all of our thoughts, in all of our words, and in all of our deeds. Come Holy Spirit into all of this, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we ask. Amen. Good morning, Daily Audio Bible family. This is Julie from the Adirondacks. I'm calling in response for a request to prayer for the young woman who is with a child, little boy, little girl at home, four years old. She's in the hospital with pneumonia. Heavenly Father, heal her. Restore her to full health. Take that pneumonia away. Let that baby within her growing be healthy. Let her be able to go home and be with her four-year-old daughter. I pray proclaim and praise you God for healing this young woman I hear her request for prayer I ask all of this in the precious name of your son Jesus Christ Amen Good morning I have called in a handful of times usually identifying myself simply as a beloved Christian and I wanted to share why I identify myself in this way the given name on my birth certificate means Beloved Christian, and as a child, this was very significant in shaping my understanding of who I am in relation to God and also to the world around me. As an adult, I have found myself going in and out of an identity crisis, trying to figure out what it means for me to be me when I don't always feel particularly loved. So I'd like to take a moment to pray for all in our community who tend to feel unloved and lonely. Zach in Phoenix particularly comes to mind, but he is not the only one. So let us pray. Almighty and most merciful Father, open our hearts to be aware of the great depth of your love for us. Have mercy on us so that we may know it is enough to be loved by you. Draw us ever nearer to you and transform our desires to be only and always for you. In the name of our Savior, who is love. Amen. Hello, my GAB family. This is Mark Street from Sydney, Australia. Today is Tuesday, the 10th of January. Happy New Year, everybody. <clears throat> I just, this is actually a praise report. Um, 
the two ministers not enough to give justice to this case. As you know, uh, Brian had, uh, um, I called in for forgiveness and uh, asked for forgiveness for something that happened on news on Christmas Day. And it was played on the 1st of January. And now, God's timing is perfect. Um, my mum doesn't listen to community prayer, so God moved Brian's heart to put me on after the podcast so my mum could hear it. And she heard it, and she was certainly healed. And the other lady on the following Tuesday, I'm sorry, I don't know, I can't remember the name, but my mum heard you too praying for me. And God is just amazing. Family, um, I've learned that God uses his people here in this community and all around you to deliver his word. We all want to hear that miraculous voice from him directly. And I always want that as well. And I'd love to see a vision of him as well. But he, most of the times he'll deliver his message to other people. And when you're sensitive, you know, I'm starting to become very sensitive. I see God changing everybody around me to make things happen. So massive praise report. Love you all family. Looking forward to continuing journey. Uh, Hi, it's Donna from California, and today is January 9th. Um, I just heard the prayer request from Alyssa in Colorado, and I want to lift up this brave, beautiful woman of God um, in prayer. So let's do that. Um, Lord, you know everything that's going on with Alyssa's body. And she's been uh, placed in the hospital because she has pneumonia. She's having to stay there. She's expecting a little baby boy. She has a little four-year-old daughter who is home um, wanting her mommy back. And we just lift this up to you. We ask for comfort and, um, and hope for Alyssa. And we ask that you heal her from this pneumonia. And if it be your will also that you heal her from whatever requires dialysis, that she she will be completely healed. We know you will do that one day, but we ask that if you can do it now, that you will. And she is just such a shining example of this, this sister of, of faith. Um, she has joy in her voice every time she calls in despite the circumstances, she has such hope and faith. And I thank you for her. I thank you that she's a part of this community. Um, every time she calls in, I'm, uh, I'm just so grateful to hear from her. And so I, I lift her up to you, Lord, this beloved uh, daughter and, um, and our sister, Alyssa. And we ask that you watch over her and the little baby that she's carrying and, um, little daughter and family and in your holy name we pray we love you Alyssa hang in there hello my name is Hudson I'm 11 years old and I just want to pray for my brother Jackson he got he got diagnosed with type 2 diabetes wait no type 1 or type 2 either one and uh, he got it when he was 2 so that's been rough for me. 
He's a good brother. I just hope he can, God will save him. Hello, DAB family. This is Diana from Florida, and I want to pray for the young woman who came on today's podcast, January 10th, requesting prayer for the father of her unborn baby. She is currently pregnant, and he is involved in a religion idolatry of sorts called Santeria. It's a very common in the Caribbean islands, especially Cuba. And it uses witchcraft and will amalgamate different Catholic saints to undergird its witchcraft and practices and it is very dangerous indeed. And so I want to pray for her. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for this young lady. First of all, I pray that the Word of God would be an anointing oil refreshing her bones, refreshing her soul from the inside out, God, that she would cling to you in this season and be drawn closer to you as she continues this journey, one foot in front of the other, reading the scriptures. I pray that you would bring community around her, Lord God, to help her walk this journey to motherhood, O oh Lord. And I pray, O oh Father God, for the father of this child. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would Draw him to know you, Lord, even through the example of this young girl, that you would draw him to know you, Lord, and that he would be hungry and thirsty for you um, and be pulled away from this religion. We thank you, Lord, and we honor you in Jesus' name.